Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? And I gave you Angus. Angus, yes, man. Uh, I gave you, uh, which I went at the time when I gave you October Sky, I didn't even really think about the nostalgia part of it, you know, mm-hmm. like being a childhood favorite, but you gave me one of your childhood favorites, which when I watched this movie, it's like one of those things, it's kind of like the... Uh, the fucking what did they call it the mandela effect mm. it's like i felt like i had seen the movie but right. i didn't really remember it you know what i mean yes but this is one of those you probably caught on tv didn't right i, I, I feel like it. i saw this on a friday disney friday night movie or some shit like mm-hmm. that you know what i mean like little giants or something mm-hmm. like it's one of those or uh paper route like right. that's another like kid movie that you've loved but you don't remember what's funny about this one is like i saw this one i had to have been at least like 14, 15, maybe when I saw it. And I fell in love with it because I related to it so much. Through the years, I am 36 years old, and everybody I talked to never heard of this movie. Dude, it's, it's it's crazy. It fell so far under the radar. The kid that plays Angus, like... Yeah, Charlie Talbert. Dude, I feel like, why isn't this guy in more shit? Like, he is. He's in a lot of movies. I was going to say, even at 14 or however old he was, I mean, the, he did a great job. It's yeah. A, it's an adorable movie, man. Like, I was rooting for this fucking kid. Right. Like, um, it had, you know, I mean, it had some cheese, but, you know, that's to be expected with any kid's movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it just, it was lighthearted and, uh, it, and like you said, everybody dealt with this kind of stuff growing up. You yeah. know what I mean? That's the thing I liked about it, though, is because, like, I did relate to it because I was a fat kid. Yeah. But I feel like you can relate to this on any level. Right. Like, even they have a shout out to, like, the the popular people. They're going through their own shit. Dude, it was like a double whammy for me, because not only was I a fat fuck, but I played football, too. Mm-hmm. So I was just like this fucking kid. Yeah, because like, um, yeah, I was into the... I wasn't, wasn't nearly as smart, but... <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. I wasn't into the nerdy science stuff, but I was a nerd, so... I felt like they didn't really have to... I mean, I get why they went with the science route, but, like, they could have, you know, because the, the whole point was, like, him having that other path. Right. Like, him either sticking it out and being himself at the school he's supposed to, or he, he plays sports and knows all of his friends or go to the charter school where nobody knows you and you can start over and be who you want to be. You right. Know, that's, that's the whole thing is like, which one is he going to choose? Yeah. But I don't feel like they had to go the science route for it. They could have just said he got a scholarship to play football somewhere else. Maybe. You know what I mean, yeah. but, um, I think the science experiment was just a way to like relate him to his character. Well, they did a good job of tying it all yeah, yeah, yeah. at the end. Um, I really liked that fucking, the guy that was doing his review oh. or interview or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really liked how he like crossed his eyes. It was like, <laughs> I went through myself. Uh, you know, like that shit was funny. You always fucking do that. What? Every podcast you dropped to the end of the fucking movie. I wasn't, I was just, it's, it's one tiny little thing, dude. That didn't, it didn't give anything away. Like, you know, I do this, man. <sighs> it's just hilarious. But, uh, but yes, the movie is about a kid named Angus <laughs> and it's pretty much, uh, his whole life. He's been a bigger boy and his mother played by the great Kathy Bates, which she was fantastic in this. Like, <laughs> I, it's like, I feel like everybody sees their mom in, in Kathy Bates. hundred percent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I guess his dad had a heart attack while he was waiting on her to give birth. And because he was so big, it took two days to have him. My mother was in labor with me for a while, too. Really? Yeah. Or maybe it was my sister. One of us. But uh, It was probably you. You're a big dude. Yeah. Yeah. Not small. <laughs> but uh, 
But yeah, like it, it, it just shows that like his whole life he's had this kid, and everybody, and that's another thing that makes this movie so relatable is everybody had a Rick Stansfield in their life, right? The kid down the street that's just better at every fucking thing, yeah. Always like, gets the leg up in life, dude. I don't even know, like. I get it. Like they hadn't, he hadn't just been discovered, discovered yet. But them getting fucking James Vanderbeek to play the fucking bully, bro, is fucking great. He looks like a guy you want to punch in the fucking face, he bro. Like, mean. and he gets hit in the face five times in this movie. It's fucking great, dude. <laughs> and you know, I've seen him in other stuff now, and I've watched him do interviews and stuff, and like. I've gathered that he's not a bad guy. Like, you know, he, he he's learned to kind of laugh at himself and he's like, yeah, I get it. I was the teen heartthrob and all that shit. I love varsity blues, which is hilarious because he plays quarterback in that fucking movie too, but he's kind of playing the Lance character. He's playing the uh, Paul Walker character in this one. Oh really? Yeah. Have you ever seen varsity blues? No. Oh my God, dude. I told you there's so many movies I haven't seen that you don't know. I know you'll fucking hate it, but I still want to do it. Like, <laughs> Cause it's just fucking gold. That was my high school movie, right? Yeah, there, it's just when it comes to sports movies, I usually don't care a lot about them, so I don't watch them. Yeah, I thought I used to joke with people all the time, like, "Yeah, man, you want to know what it was like playing football at our high school? Fucking watch that movie, just like it, just like it." <laughs> we'll have to do it just to like compare the two. You I don't know if I, yeah, I don't know if I'd give it as a review, but I'd, I'd definitely give it a watch. You know, if you ain't got shit to do. Oh, okay. But um, yeah. uh, he plays just the fucking greatest bully in this. Like he's not even the Dawson yet. And he's still awesome. Uh, the grandfather. Fuck. I lost my grandfather over a year ago. Like a couple weeks ago was the year. Oh, know, wow. Yeah. And I fucking teared up, dude, bro. Cause I, I knew it was coming. I was like, these motherfuckers are going to do it to us. I just fucking <laughs> feel it. You know what I mean? And, and it, like I said, it's all very relatable because my, like my grandfather was an awesome fucking dude, and he always had little sayings, little wisdom for you, you know, make you not tell you what he was like, not telling you what to do, but like you know, putting it to you in a way that you can figure that shit out. Like, oh, okay. that must be nice. My grandfather just insults me. Really? Yeah. Oh, he's still alive. Yeah. Well, at least you got time, bro. Yeah. She'd be like, hey, man. More time for him to insult me. I really want to love you, man, but you're kind of a cocksucker. I mean, like, yeah, that's like not word for word, but it's close. Yeah, but could you like not be? Because I want to have fond memories of you, not like fucking pissing on your grave when everybody leaves. That type <laughs> right. Of I want to be proud of you, not ashamed. Right. But, um, so yeah, that really got to me, bro. I teared up in this fucking movie I'm, and I'm watching it on Father's Day and I'm just like, God damn it, Craig. <laughs> Got me in my feels, bro. What are you doing? It's always raining over here. You know this. As I see that. Who hurt you? <laughs> so the movie's about this kid that he uh, he's an outcast, right? He can't seem to fit in with anybody. He's a big dude. He he's plays like, sports. He should be hella popular, but yeah. because he's not mean, he's a gentle giant is what I would consider him. He's, yes, he's a big guy and he could fuck people up, but he doesn't want to hurt people. He wants to be your friend. Yeah, he wants to be a scientist. He wants to do right. biology and shit like that. But the reason I related to this movie so much is because I was a bigger guy and I never really felt that I fit in. And even now to this day, I've learned to accept it. But I'm into weird shit. Yeah. I mean, you know this. You've yeah. seen the movies I watch the music I listen to and so I just related on that level that it just I just never really fit in but and I feel like everybody like I said at that age always feels like they're not really mm -hmm. who they want to be or they're you know what I mean they're trying to be normal but they have these things about them that they're just 
that's just who they are, but they want to get rid of it. I think that's one of the best parts, not to jump to the end of the movie, but <laughs> is the part that the, the, his little speech about what he makes, like what the fuck is normal mean? Exactly. Which by the way, what is this movie rated, bro? I heard fucking it a couple times. They yells dildos. There's a fucking blow up doll. I think I'm, it's PG thirteen and it was before the Brody watched like half the watch the second half of it with me. Oh, the worst it, half? Yeah. And he was like asking me, he said, Hey Dad, what's this movie rated? And I was like, I don't know, son. I was like, it should be at least PG thirteen. I was like, but it came out in the nineties, so it could be G. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, so I honestly don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh, I figured it was probably PG, PG thirteen. Yeah, but um, but yeah, I just thought that was great because I mean, it's like, what the fuck is normal, man? Like, that's what makes people great is the fact that we're all not the same. Exactly. But for some reason, when we're younger, like that shit doesn't exist. Like that kind of logic, that kind of thinking, just doesn't exist. Yeah, you don't want to be different because when you're different, you get made fun of, and you know, it's just a shit you don't want to deal with. And I felt bad for the Shermanator, man, because, like, he was his only fucking friend, and they bullied the shit out of him until he gave them what they wanted, man. Yeah. Like, they stuffed that kid into lockers and shit, broke his fucking arm, poor little guy. And I'm sure there are people that can relate to that character. Oh, for sure, dude. There's probably the people out there that still feel like that guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and... That's why I'm surprised this movie doesn't have more of a cult following. I ain't gonna lie. I, I would show this to every kid in middle school. Yeah. 100%. Like, seventh grade year. Mm-hmm. Like instead of some bullshit health video, bro, show them this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because this right here could show you. And I mean, the sad part is, is it doesn't go hard enough in yeah. some aspects now because, you know, it doesn't really show the negative impact of treating somebody like that. And yeah. that's why people get, you know, there's fucking school shootings and well, shit. Well, that's what Carrie's you know? for. Huh? Carrie, the movie? Well, yeah, but... <laughs> I don't know. Carrie's still not even really, you know what I mean? She kills people because she got bullied. She's got fucking powers, though, bro. That doesn't fucking, you know what I mean? Like, if she just fucking killed them, that's one thing. But, like, well, there was she's that- blowing their heads up and shit and using her mind. To, like, come on, dude. Well, there is the one part her friend, they made fun of her because she got put into a book where they rate, you know, how oh, good yeah, sex yeah. is. And she killed herself. Like, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but yeah, I mean, like I said, all bullet in general, but like it doesn't, obviously it's not that kind of movie, so it doesn't paint it like that. Yeah, it doesn't want you to. I still feel like it has a good message. Like, don't fucking treat people like shit just because they're not like you or because they're not into the same things as you. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the biggest problem I feel like we have in today is labels. Everybody's got to have a label. You don't understand. That's where, like, not you, but, like, people, that's where they don't understand is that's where the interesting shit comes from. Like, I am drawn to people that are different. Like, those are the interesting people to me. Like, if you're talking to me about the same bullshit, if you're, like, I just find you boring and I want... I don't want to have a conversation with that person. No, I get it. I mean, like most of the people around our area, they want to talk about sports, fishing, trucks, like, and I just don't care about those things. Right. No, I mean, that's fine. I mean, and there's nothing wrong for liking what you like, but the problem is, is like, don't, don't shut people out just because they're different. Yeah, exactly. And that's what the whole point of this movie is. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and that's why I think, like I said, every middle school kid should watch this movie because mm-hmm. we're all, everybody's got flaws. Nobody's perfect. And this movie does a good job of like, I love that part. Like I said, when he's sitting down with the tutor and in, his mom's like, where are you going? And he's like mutating. Cause like he has a great little speech. And I think that's why that's now that I'm thinking about, it, that's probably the only reason they left the science shit in there. 
was because you know he's going through about like oh you put anything into an environment it's not belongs in it'll it'll die off within Mm -hmm. yada 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 but if it if it can stay if it can weather the storm like weather the environment right and then the environment has to change to what it is it mutates and evolves and and mm -hmm. all that and it's just a great thing because that's the thing it doesn't matter you could change every characteristic about you every day you know until you're until you're exhausted like you don't even remember anymore but you can't change who you are you can't change what you are and i mean to be fair with the internet instagram and everything and tiktok it like this is probably more important than ever because everyone's trying to be the same thing over and over and over it's like be different because that's that's, that's cool that that's what really matters not be different be yourself right you know, uh, see, and that's the thing, man. I feel like we all have gotten caught up into that because of social media. Like, I feel like life is now one big fucking popularity contest. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying everybody, but I feel like people that are constantly pointing out that they're on doing this thing or they're doing that thing. Look at how great my fucking life is. Like, that's just like, who are you doing that for? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's a difference between like somebody that's like, you know, I've been saving my whole life for this trip and it's, it's lived up to the, what I built it up in my mind. You know what I mean? Those are people that you can tell genuinely fucking are loving that shit. You know right. what I mean? And it'll show do mm-hmm. that passion. But if people are just, I don't know, man, maybe it's well, just it's like those people that pay to be on private jets to take pictures just to show yeah. like there's some kind of status symbol or whatever. Right. But then you have people that are just genuinely obsessed with jets or whatever, or just like fancy cars. Mm. Like if they're genuinely obsessed with it, like, like Jay Leno, you think Jay Leno gives a fuck what you think about him? No, Jay Leno just really likes cool ass cars. But then you have other ones that are buying like Bugattis. It's like you're not obsessed with cars. You're obsessed with people think about you having that car or the money involved. Right. Exactly. The money. Yeah. And but. Well, it goes into materialism and and capitalism and all that crazy shit. But I just I don't know, man. I just feel like certain people out there just feel like they don't feel like they're doing well unless other people think they're doing well. Mm hmm. And you got to cut that shit out. And that's what I'm saying. And that's the shit that kills you right there. Because like, it took me a while, bro. I used to play that bullshit. You know what I mean? Like for a little bit, like I still, even now I struggle with it sometimes. Like you just, I I want people to like me. You know what I mean? I um, want people to love me. I mean, I've got that too, but me, I'm passionate about so many things. You look around my house, you see how many fucking hobbies I get. And I do post about it. I'm not posting to like brag. I'm posting to like, find common interest well that's what i'm saying that's that i feel like is the difference Mm -hmm. you showing that what you're passionate about that's beautiful that there's nothing wrong with that right but i'm talking about the people that you were just talking about that like look at where i'm at look how much better i'm doing Mm -hmm. like nothing pisses me off more than when somebody says like you need to get like me or you need to be you know what i'm saying like i see that shit all the time that hustle culture yeah or they'll stand in front of a fucking car that probably ain't even theirs and they're like fucking goals or or, you know what i'm saying self-made like fuck out of here bro yeah everybody needs a little bit of help dude Mm -hmm. nobody does it completely on their own all right like um another aspect i love about this movie and i realized this after rewatching this movie and i was thinking about the movies i'm you know i like i'm obsessed with the story about the loser getting the girl i don't know why i've noticed a lot of the movies that i enjoy have that storyline in it and that's another part of this movie is he doesn't feel good enough for this girl but um they do end up going to the dance together because they're trying to play a prank on him so they make her queen and make him king 
But whenever whenever he goes and talks to her, he realizes she has the same insecurities as him. She's no different than him. She's just attractive. That's literally. Oh, know, being a teenage girl would be the fucking worst. Oh, 100 percent. Like she mm. said, she's like, I hate sweating he's like i, I sweat all the time tell she's me like, about it like, you know. <laughs> she's like yeah but you're a dude you're like supposed to sweat i'm a girl i have standards and i have to live up to these standards mm-hmm. and that's tough on girls i'm so glad i wasn't born a girl like you guys For have real. it hard not only do you have to give birth you have to live up to these like standards that are just impossible to me women are fan, uh, fucking amazing amazing creatures because of the fact of what they can or what they are capable of. Right. You know, they say men run the world, but women are, do they just, they're the ones holding the strings. You know yeah. 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 They are the puppet. We're the front man, dude. They're the, they're the back, they're the cabinet. You yeah. know what I'm saying? They're running shit. Yeah. They're really the running scenes. shit. They're, they're puppet master. They're making you feel like you're running shit. Yeah, exactly. And as I've noticed too, if you look back, most men great in history, they always had a woman that was right mm-hmm. there. That was just as fucking badass. <laughs> like, right. Um, cause there was another movie that I like knocked up. Like I've seen knocked up more than any other movie. I don't know why I just relate to that. Movie I do too. love that movie, but it, it's, it's such a sour love because of like how big a bitch Catherine Heigl is in yeah. fucking real life. Well, man. you were talking yeah, before yeah, the podcast gonna, you know, and we're going to get to a subject yeah. like that, but knocked up. It's the same concept. The goofy looking dude getting the attractive girl. Like, I don't know why I'm so attracted to that storyline. I remember reading the reviews on knocked up because I saw it in theaters and fucking loved it. Man. Yeah. Uh, and I remember one there said there was not there's not enough drugs and alcohol in the state of California that would ever make Seth Rogen fuckable enough to a woman like Catherine Heigl. And I was just <laughs> laughing so hard because like they put that in a fucking review, man. Like that, it's a movie, bro. That's the point of right. the movie. Like I, it's like when they do She's Out of My League, <clears throat> you know, because like she is like compared to Jay or whatever his fucking name is, like, yeah, dude, she's banging hot, but like She's not like the hottest chick of all time. Right. But, but yeah, that, I don't know. Sometimes it's cool, but sometimes I feel like the, the, what the whole joke is about it. Yeah. Like, well, it's kind of like uh, another one that I enjoy that people hate, but you know, I kind of like it. Zach and Mary make a porno. Oh, I love that movie. Yeah. I, I find it funny. Like It's I, hilarious. Like bro. it has its flaws, but if you can look past them, it's a cute little movie. It's my favorite Kevin Smith movie, not in the VSQ universe. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, that movie just fucking works. Like it's funny on a lot of levels, right? Uh, but the I just want to stress enough that how much I enjoyed the grandfather character in this because he like, was really I. That's what I noticed too rewatching this because I haven't seen this in a few years. Um, the, I love the grandfather character. Like I, he really was the backbone of this movie. He man. was without you know? him. I don't think it would work as well. Like it wouldn't be as strong. You know, when when this movie came out, Kathy Bates was fucking big time in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, she's really not in it that much. Not like, really. No, she's got a couple little scenes, you know, which she took him dancing, slow dancing with a sex doll way better than any mother I ever would have met. Would have, <laughs> would have handled it. What the fuck are you doing? She just kind of laughs it off. Like you want to bring your friend? <laughs> <laughs> I know it makes you like, I don't know. Hope that all mothers are that cool and chill. Uh, understanding. And, but that's the thing is she was the she was the best friend to mom. Well, I mean, I, just the way that she they, he grew up, like with him not having his dad and then mm-hmm. the grandfather being in his life. Like, 
that strong woman like you know what i mean like she's she is mom and dad so Mm -hmm. like that's the kind of relationship i got from them like they are closer than anybody right they also had that storyline between the younger woman marrying the older man and he emphasizes like people tell us we shouldn't get married fuck them i don't care i want to marry this woman because i love her and she wants to marry me and you can tell that the woman actually like genuinely loved him yeah for who he was as a person not she wasn't like some gold digger or whatever looking well, I mean, for didn't uh, have money. <laughs> right. But yeah. she might have had an insurance policy that paid. That's true. But uh but yeah. Well, and they also didn't get married. They so were, she didn't get shit. Yeah, this is true. But I mean, I'm for the sake of the story, I mean yes, I believe that. Because <laughs> she was fucked up about it. And she brought him the Superman box and you know, that was cool. I thought you would like that part. I really, I was just about to get to it. I really thought that was a great quote because that's true, man. Like, it, Superman's not brave because he's going in there knowing that as long as it's not one thing mm-hmm. that they got, he's got nothing to worry about. Right. He could bulletproof, fireproof, all that shit. You know, so it's not really being brave. It's just doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, For that kid to be bullied the way he was every single day and not even... That was the most frustrating part of it is for me to watch because I was that big and I would fucking let you know, like I'm not fucking with it. Right. You know what I mean? And it got me into shit, but in my mind, I'll handle all that. You know, see, that's the difference between me and you is I kind of rolled with it. I'm a very like laid back person. I just roll with the punches. I don't care. Like it doesn't bother me. Like I was being called fat all my life growing up. And I'm like, yeah, all you're doing is pointing out the obvious. Like, yes. yeah. See, I would have said, you want to see fat? And then I took a bite out of their fucking face. Like that's <laughs> where I was. Like, yeah. I was the butt of the joke, but you know, it was, it didn't bother me. I don't know, man. I just, I've never liked feeling weak or like looking like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I guess like I should have said, there was a lot of times I should have took that high road, but I didn't, yeah. I angus it, you know, I just <laughs> broke his fucking nose right. and go on about my business. Yeah. You gotta give it to James Vanderbeek, a true asshole, bro. After somebody breaks your fucking nose three times. And you're still fucking with them. Like, right. Like, I mean, obviously you're not fucking smart. Like <laughs> how many concussions have you gotten kid? Right. You're in high school. Like you going to go pro. You, you got CTE already. Because I mean, he broke his nose, Angus. That shit was hilarious. I laughed every time he said it. It was an ongoing joke, yeah. And Especially when, at the end. Yeah, when old boy hits him with his fucking cast, I was like, good for you, Sherman. It's not even his fucking name in this movie, but no. it's like Bert or some shit. His name is Chris Owen. But uh, In the movie? No, it's not in the movie. Oh, yeah. I I'll say so. it's like uh, Rottenberger or some shit. Yeah. They don't even have him like on, oh, there's the guy. How do they not have his picture up, bro? They do have his picture up. It's just he's so far down here. That's just disrespectful, man. It is disrespectful as fuck. This kid is like the third biggest, like has the third biggest part in this movie. Troy. Troy. Is Troy. Name. Troy. Bur- <laughs> yeah. Weddleburger. You see how far down he is, though? That's fucked. <laughs> he's the, he's the you know, lead, uh, not lead, but. He's know. the fucking best friend. Yeah. He's in half the fucking movie. So I said, other than Angus and James Vanderbeek and the grandfather and, and and maybe Kathy Bates. No, fuck, he's in the movie more than Kathy Bates. He is. Yeah. Yeah, old boy got fucked out of that one. Yeah. Who don't know who's handling your fucking career in 1994, but like, they fucked you. I thought it was a good role for him, though. Like, he fit in there so perfectly. I couldn't imagine anybody else doing that role. Dude, that kid was a professional fucking nerd. 
professional weirdo. Like as a kid, because dude, think about the nineties, bro. How many fucking movies he lined up as a kid? Like mm-hmm. Sir Major Pain did this. Like he had to do all these within like three or four years. Right. So I mean, he He's was get, busy he got month. that money before it r- ran dry. He probably never went to a fucking high school. Honestly, <laughs> like I just act. Yeah. I never was a kid, just an actor. <laughs> like. I always thought about that, like, bro, like, how cool would that have been? But, like, how fucking shitty is it if you think about it? Like, to get typecast? No, not even that, bro. Like, if you're a child star or a teen star, bro, mm. and you're making all that money, dude. Well, because you don't have, you're, you're making all that money, and then, one, how long will it last? You can't know, you can't miss what you don't know kind of thing. Like, saying they grew up without a childhood, but they didn't, they had their own childhood. Right. But it does fuck you up. I mean, we were just talking about some of the childhood stars. That's true. And how fucked up they were. So, But then some, there's some of them that survive it. Like the kid from Sixth Sense. I can't remember his fucking name. Oh, Haley Joel Osment? Yeah, he's pretty normal, I think. Yeah. He's back in acting. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that, that he got back in that. He didn't grow very much. I think he grew a lot. Really? Because I feel like he still was 12 in the face. He's just gotten fatter. <laughs> And I don't think he's gotten any taller. Like, he does have a baby face. You know, when he did Mac, when he played Fat Mac on uh, Sunny in Philadelphia for yeah. a couple episodes, it was fucking hilarious. Because mm-hmm. he because he had his hair slurred. He looked just like the fucking guy. Like, beard and everything. <laughs> I was, like, so shocked. Um, you know, and Macaulay Culkin's all right. Like, you know, he's, he's different, got... but he's not, like, fucked up. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's know. a good person. Right. He didn't OD or... You know, end up in some fucking loony bin or anything like that. He got lucky. I feel like him and then like the most of them that are still good are like because they stayed famous. They didn't have that fall off. Well, I feel like they kind of took a step back from Hollywood because Macaulay Culkin took a step back. Like he stopped Well, he did, being... but I'm saying like Drew Barrymore, she's been on TV since she was like fucking seven. She's adjusted well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, she's probably one of the coolest fucking people ever. Mm-hmm. Britney Spears lost her mind and she's kind of... She's kind of bounced back, but... she's You can tell there's something not right. Like, I don't get me wrong. I she's fucking gay. love Britney yeah. Spears. She is the GOAT, but she I can tell like she's that she's not all there. for this shit, bro. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Like... Think about it, like how many comebacks that she had, bro. Like, you got it takes a little bit more out of your soul every time to come back, <laughs> depending on what you did. I guess I'm just talking about all the nudes she keeps posting on Instagram. Well, let's uh, let's get these ratings because this is yeah, a perfect we, time to jump into the other subject we were going to talk about. Yeah, I guess you're right because I don't have a whole lot more to say about this. No, like, uh, like I said, it was a it was it was cool. It was a great little. It was like I said, it was it was a cute movie. I enjoyed it. Um, obviously, like I said. Had I seen it, thought not seen it, remembered seeing it when I was younger, would have loved it just as much, if not more. Um, um, yeah, I tried the doing our rating at the beginning of the movie or the beginning of the review rather, but I felt like it took a lot of the wind out of our sails when we're discussing it. Right. So I'm gonna put it back at the end after we're discussing it. So it's yeah. just how we're gonna do things from now on. Um, but I give, I mean, you, I give it to you, so you give your rating. Um. Adult par gives it a seven, seven. And like I said, it was cute. I had some laughs, you know, I didn't, I didn't hate it by any means. Um, 13 year old par would have seen this. Mm-hmm. Well, fucking probably would have gave it a nine and a half dude. Oh, it's, wow. it's good. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I probably could have used that self-esteem boost at that age. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like even movies like heavyweights that were made for bigger kids. Like it didn't really 
you, there was no like lesson learned. Like those fat fucks took over the camp and it ordered all that food and like they didn't give a shit. I mean, yeah, they got together at the end and won the little competition that would never fucking happen. <laughs> it was but, very like, unbelievable. Yeah. Right. It was very Disneyed up at yeah. the end of it. But like this movie is like one of those things that like you actually felt like you learned a lesson and you felt like, oh man, maybe I'm not alone out there. Right. If that is how I was feeling. So like I said, I think it's very good. I, uh, I'm glad you said that because I wasn't sure how you were going to feel about this. I thought you were going to feel it was like too cheesy or whatever. But well, like I said, with October Sky, I mean, I kind of like halfway through it, I was just like, you know, I didn't realize how like more geared towards the younger audience this movie was mm-hmm. as much as I had remembered in the past. Right. Because like when I saw it at 13, 12, whatever it was, like I just remember all the science shit and like just being like so amazed that like, man, these fucking these these country ass kids from nowhere like one of them went to work for fucking nasa like i just thought that was the coolest thing ever it was super cool so Uh, yeah like i went into this knowing and you had warned me to say hey this is one of my favorites when i was younger right so i didn't want to shit on it you know what i mean (laughs) too bad because you could have though no but i I mean mean, it it really it really wasn't bad though like it it was a cute movie that's what i meant like my son enjoyed it you know, like, he? and he's going into middle school and I said, you see, son, it's OK to be you like it's OK not to be just like that actually else. makes me feel good that he got to watch it because I think it is a good movie. I watched it about his age. Right. Because I didn't think he would give a fuck. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. always walks through when I'm watching shit. And most of the time, unless it's got a superhero or uh, like a, a monster or something in it, like he don't give a fuck. He just keeps it moving. What are you watching, dad? All right, cool. Keeps going. Right. Today, he was like, what's this? I was like, it's a movie called Angus. You know, it's. About a movie that came out when I was about your age, maybe a little older, and he was like, he's like, cool. He just sat down and started watching it. Oh yeah. I was like, you want me to rewind it? He's like, no, I got it. <laughs> and I mean, it's not like it's a crazy hard plot to figure yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. But you get the gist. Yeah, he got it right out about. He got in about the time that he found out he won, and that he was trying to learn how to dance, and mm-hmm. you, know, you get all the the cool dress, the montage, and all that. Uh, the like, '90s montage made me cringe so bad. I really wish that wasn't in here, but it's a time. I love the old man when he's playing chess with the other old guy. And that also choked me the fuck up, too. Cause that oh, old when man he lays was, down the king? Oh, my God. And that old man was waiting on him, man, because that's all he did. Like, you know what I mean? Like, those old guys met there every whatever day it was. You know yep. what I mean? Like, Probably every day. And, like, he's the kid's fucked up, you know? And, like, he just, he's crying, too. He's a fucking grown-ass man crying, too. Like, it got me, bro. I was teared up like a motherfucker. <laughs> uh and then when he was just talking about, I just want my moment, I was like, if this fucking old man is dead, dude. And when he put the fucking music on and he didn't jump up, I was like, fuck you. <laughs> Damn it. I knew it was coming, but it still got me, dude. Yo, it sneaks up on you. It's like, motherfucker. Because they do such a good job at it, as I noticed, they, uh, they focus on Angus, and Angus is giving his monologue about everything that he's going through. And that's when the grandfather takes a nap. Quote, Even unquote. in death, he taught the kid a fucking lesson. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even though you think you got it worse, you think you can't get no worse. Look, I'm fucking dead now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I like I said, great coming of age movie. And uh, if you got kids that are 10, 11, 12, it's a great fucking movie to play for them. Yeah. Rating is highly recommended. And I like what you said that they should be playing this movie in middle school. I do. I mean, yeah, of course, there's a, a cuss word or two, maybe a more tad inappropriate but like i said if you give it to them like around that age 13 14 they're mature enough yeah they'll he'll get they've heard this shit. shit already right exactly well shit now kids days man fuck this some is, of them might have kids in that fucking class <laughs> who knows right this is softcore compared to the kids we got now exactly so <laughs> i um 
but yeah, I think uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a cute little movie, man. I enjoyed it. If I ever see it out, I would buy it. Yeah, good luck. Good yeah, I know, right? <laughs> dude, when you gave it to me and I pulled it up and I was like, dude, the fucking menu was literally play or this. It didn't even have a fucking whole page menu, really. Or I mean, it had a menu. I'm but- surprised I was able to find a DVD of it because it's just so old and I don't see it anywhere. But shout out to the kid, that, to the guy that played Angus, man, because like I feel like even at that age, he had presence. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And he had great uh, charisma. Yeah, I guess it was just say, like when he, that little water, the, the water, I like the water fountain scene where he's like, hey, how's your day going? Oh, fucking stupid. Like, you know, like <laughs> I just thought that was good. Like, he did, did a good little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, it, it, I don't know. To be that kid's first, second movie, whatever it was. Thought he did a really good job. I think so too. I'm yeah. interested to see how he acts as an adult, so I might have to look him up. Yeah, he's been in a lot of little roles. Hopefully, it's something that I could that I could enjoy. <laughs> you know, not fucking Starship Troopers four, and he's like the fucking bus driver or something. Like, <laughs> right, I don't right, need right. to see that. But no, uh, the other thing that we were that, that we had talked about at the beginning of the show, and I was wondering because there's been a lot of talk and and stories about Warner Brothers and their handling of Ezra Miller and the Flash movie. Mm-hmm. And I was telling you as a comic book fan, a lifelong comic book fan and superhero fan, I want to see this movie. Like I'm sorry, like I know that he's a piece of shit. Like I get it. Right. I'm not saying that by going to see this movie I support him or what he does or any of that shit. But me and you have had a conversation a couple times about separating the art from the artist right like you don't i don't like kanye west as a fucking person but he makes great fucking music i'm sorry like you know i does it do i care that he treated like kim kardashian like shit no not really it doesn't bother my life at all to know that yeah because that bitch has no soul anyways so i mean you know what i mean but like i think people really need to realize that when it comes down to it that's all personal preference put your money where your mouth is kind of thing. Right. If you don't support it, then don't support it. That's completely up to you as a person, but don't downplay other people if they want to, cause they're not, like you said, they're not supporting the artist. They're right. just supporting like, because there's a lot more people that went into that movie than him. And they're like, Oh, I'll never watch another Warner brothers movie. Well, that's crazy talk, bro. Yeah. They are just being, cause ridiculous. they own a shitload of good properties, bro. Do you a- agree with how they handled the situation? No. And even me as a fan, I would have got ahead of that shit at way early like look obviously we had no idea this guy was into shit like this mm-hmm. but we've already dumped almost a billion dollars into this fucking thing right they're paying other people there's writers there's it's not like if there's... we cancel this bitch he's the only one missing a check exactly there's fucking thousands of people hundreds of people that have been working on this fucking thing yeah and it's still great uh, it's still a great movie because he's not being ezra miller in the fucking movie playing barry allen well, people like to take a stand on things and they don't want to support him because if they support the movie and it does well, it right. seems like they're supporting him, but that's right. not necessarily the case. And I, and I get that to a certain extent. And that's what I'm saying. If you feel that way, like you can't separate the two and you're like, if he's not a good person, I'm not going to support him. Well, that's fine. If you don't want to go see the movie, don't go see the movie. But don't right. throw a fucking picket up, a picket, a picket line up outside because I want to go see it. Right. You know what I mean? Nah. Well, I, you know what I mean? It's not like I'm going to go out and buy his fucking action figures and stuff now. Mm-hmm. Like, but I mean, shit, dude, I, I've waited my whole life to see a fucking good flash movie. And 
I'm sorry. I'm going to go see the motherfucker when yeah. it comes out. Like, well, it's like me. Like, I won't listen to Chris Brown because I don't support him as an artist, but, you know, because of what he did. Right. But there are girls that I know that will listen to Chris Brown. They like, he can beat me all day. And I'm yeah, like, they love that shit. Your prerogative, if that's what you want, and go for it. That's what I'm saying. I mean, Bruce Willis, you know, uh, he's not dead or anything, but it's just an example. And I know there's multiple actors and, and entertainers that are like this. They'll tell you they met him in person. He's not a nice guy. Mm-hmm. And if you say that you love Die Hard or if you love this, he's going to tell you, fuck you. I hate that movie. You know what I mean? And that's what made him who he is. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. like, I still like him as an actor. I still love a lot of his movies. Like, I still go back and watch his movies knowing full well that he's probably not a nice guy. Right. You know? But, but, at the same, but in the same breath, you won't fuck with Polly Shore anymore. Yeah, and I met him personally. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. met him personally. He was a dick to you. And it's not that I haven't tried. Like, I mean, everybody has a bad day or whatever. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I've tried to go back, but it's just like it kind of took something out of it for me. Right. I guess it's a, I guess it's what you say. It's the 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 perspective versus the actual of knowing it, knowing mm-hmm. them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like Kevin Smith did a movie with Bruce Willis. So if he says, I can't watch a Bruce Willis movie anymore, then you know that they probably didn't have that good a relationship. Mm -hmm. But if you just hear it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just I just think it comes down to personal preference, because how many people are still eating Subway? How many people are still eating Chick-fil-A? Like you have to pick your own battles, your personal battles. But don't, you know, that's good fucking chicken, dude. (laughs) Like, what are you going to (laughs) do? They can't, bless that chicken, bro. It's taste good. Hate. It's so good, dude. Yeah. Um, but if it's somebody that's really supportive of gay culture and they can't support Chick-fil-A because they don't support the gay culture, then that's fine. That's up to you. That's your prerogative. That's, yeah, man. You know? I'm not going to make you feel bad for not eating this chicken. Mm-hmm. It's just more for me. Right. Yeah. I, I did, so, that's the thing. It's like I feel like nowadays people have gotten to that point where like they all got to have a, a, a common enemy. Right. Like, there's got to be a bad guy and we got to be going after him. Well, we were talking about it before. Idris Miller is a bad guy. <laughs> like, he's Ezra Miller, good, yes. He's, a, he's not a good person at all. <laughs> but like I said, if 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 you choose to spend your fucking money mm-hmm. that, you pay, that you earned and you want to go see that Flash movie, I don't think you should be crucified for it. Like, Agreed. Hopefully I don't lose friends and followers over it. You know what I'm saying? But like, I just believe that like... It's your right to choose whether you want to see it or not. And right. it's your right to choose whether you want to enjoy it or not. Now, okay, I may right. go see it and it may be the worst fucking movie ever. Or maybe so much of the truth has come out about it that I can't enjoy it because mm-hmm. all I can think of is the terribleness. Right. You know, but that's that's my 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 reserve for my right, right. you know, to make that choice. Yeah, there's one actor from the 80s slash 90s. Um, have you ever seen Howard the Duck? Yeah. You know the old guy scientist that turns into the alien? Mm-hmm. What's his name? The actor. Oh, shit, he has like red hair, but you know who I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I can't watch his movies because of what he's done. Right. You know, he's, you know, had pictures of little kids right. and like, I would love to do mom and dad save the world. Right. But the fact that he's in it makes me not want to support that just because that's a line that I can't cross. Like I, I can support, I can separate the art from the artist, but there are hard lines and that's just one of them that I can't get past. Yeah, I don't, I don't do fuck with anybody that that hurts kids and shit exactly. like that. I don't, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's a. I mean, I'm not saying it's not a case by case basis, but look at something like Johnny Depp. Like Johnny Depp never had anything proven, right? Just to what this woman said, and they, 
they ruined his life, man. And now, of course, now after he spent all this fucking time and money and lost out on how much, now now he can go out in public and say, "Hey, look, I I wasn't I wasn't lying. I'm I'm not a piece of shit." Yeah. I mean, it took me two hundred and fifty million dollars to prove it, you know, which is fucked. But like. And I get it. I mean, it is fucking shitty. Like, she did all this, got all that, and she still gets to be in a new fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, were, you were talking about the... Uh... Yeah, because they were saying Warner Brothers needs to get this and that. Well, Warner Brothers is in the middle of a fucking buyout. <laughs> They're getting bought out by fucking Discovery. And the guy that's I running... I figured it would be the other way around. Like, Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers would be buying Discovery. See, the problem is Warner Brothers, every time they team up, they're the ones that get bought. Like, they're the ones that end up giving it all up. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they went with AT&T and then they were just like, oh, you know, and then they had HBO Max and I was keeping them away for a while. And DC Comics, man, like they're it's like a blessing and a curse, bro, because they're the gold standard on what like superhero movies were and are, you know, but now Marvel's taking them on that. Yeah, but Marvel's on the decline too. I have taken a hiatus on watching superhero movies and Star Wars movies. You TV the, shows. You, you picked the worst time to do it because I'm telling you, bro, The Boys? No, no, Amazon no. Prime? Those don't. That The Boys don't count. The Boys, the boys, the boys aren't part of Marvel That's universe. True. That's very true. So, uh, I'm, I'm fucking with The Boys because... Moon Knight was good though. Meh. Did you see it? I don't care. I don't, don't fucking myth it. Then just say I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. All right, and I don't fair. care to see it. That's fair. That's fair. Don't <laughs> meh. It was just fantastic. Like, like I don't like I don't want to watch Obi Wan because I don't care. I'm not gonna lie. It's not been bad, but it's underwhelming. I heard the drop of the ball. It's not even that, bro. It's just like you give Invader, which is really all you need, and they're just not. It's it's the same problem I have with Rogue One, man. Give me some motherfucking Vader, son. Give me some, <laughs> give me some of that shit. You yeah. know, give me some of that cool shit. Yeah, I'm just, I just, I've hopped off the nostalgia train for good. Yeah. Did you watch uh I'm Jurassic off Park? The rails. Jurassic World, right? Of course I did. What'd you think? Worst one. Yeah, that's why. That's why I said good luck. I didn't want to say anything before you went and seen it because I don't want to. Not worst think. one in this trilogy. Worst, worst one, one ever period. made. <laughs> I've heard that from many, many people. It was just so like, I just kept thinking to myself like, bro, why is this so complicated? <laughs> it's a fucking movie about dinosaurs. Just give me the shock and all like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like I said, it wasn't bad. Fucking B-Man loved it. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Maybe it's the reviewer in me, bro. I've just been doing this too much now. And now I can't. I just, have tainted you. I just can't sit and enjoy a movie. It's not even movies that you pick for me. It's just all movies in yep. general. You're like, looking at them differently now. Yeah. And I, and I, and I told him, I told Ashley that the other day, I was like, God damn, man. I was like, I, I just want to turn my brain off and enjoy a movie again. <laughs> but like, I'm fucking stuck in reviewer mode. Like, but, uh, yeah, I gave it like a six and a half. Like, yeah, that's pretty high. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it wasn't, there was still awesome shit to look at, you know, and I'm a sucker, bro. Show me a dinosaur. Yeah, you're going to be happy. Take my money. Take my money. (laughs) And they came up with some cool looking ones, you know, and I mean, there was still some cool shit, but like it definitely had some flaws that were unavoidable. Yeah. Like, I heard there was no story. It was just scenes put together, like glued together. No, it was was way too much story, bro. Like they were just coming out with storylines out the ass. Like, (laughs) 
And they still found a way to tie them all up. I mean, it was almost a three-hour fucking movie, too, which I was like, I fell asleep in the motherfucker for 20 minutes, woke back up, and still fucking saw another hour and a half. <laughs> the fact that you go to sleep in theaters blows my mind. I don't, I don't like to, bro. Like, I pay good money for that shit. I don't want to go to bed. Like... <laughs> You even went to sleep during Star Wars when we went. I know, dude. I did, didn't I? Return of the Jedi. Or Last Jedi. I, did that. I had to wake your ass up. Because Luke, our, uh... Yeah, because it was, thank God you did. Even though it pissed me off, that's what ruined that fucking movie. It was the greatest Star Wars movie until the last 20 minutes of it. Nah, it's just it's still the best out of the three for me. It's still got some cool shit that I like going back and watching. But, yeah. like, old Ryan Johnson, boy, he flipped that shit on its neck, didn't hey, man. he? That's why they fired his ass. <laughs> hey, bro, this is Star Wars. You don't you don't get to just wing it. Yeah. <laughs> this established shit. George Lucas is throwing shit right now, bro. You don't want to go in there. He'll force choke your ass <laughs> with his wallet. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Was there but, anything else you wanted to say on the? Uh, yeah, artist? I just. Yeah, I just like I said, I just I've, I've seen a lot of uh, talk about that. Like, you know, people just bashing this and cancel culture and all that. And I'm just like. Instead of cancel culture, man, like, why don't we just let adults make their own decisions? Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. Like you said, if you choose to support it, cool. If not, also God bless, bro. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean, you don't have to hate me for feeling either way about it. Right. Yeah. Like we can agree to disagree mm-hmm. or we can agree to agree, whatever. Yeah. But life get, goes on. There's more important shit. I going get a on. lot of flack on this podcast because I don't like certain movies and I've just learned to take it because I, I don't like everything that you like. Not you, but you know, everyone. Yeah, you do that a lot though. Yeah. Well, not just with me, but like with things that are universally loved. Oh, I hate loved. most things. Like that are universally loved. Yeah. You're like that dude. And this is the end. Like, I bet you love, if it's, I bet you hate universally loved movies. <laughs> He's like, what'd you think about Forrest Gump? Overrated piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, man. That's me. Life is fucking boss of chocolates. <laughs> None of that shit. <laughs> yeah. That's the best part of that movie. That yeah. party. I wish I could have got to that party, bro. We'll, we'll have one one day. Oh, the editing into the world party? Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. As long as we can get Seth Rogen and them to show up, be, <laughs> be perfect. Well, I have some movies to talk about before we get out of here. Yeah, let me see the stack, dude. So, uh, it is in the works. Me and my buddy, he has from Reviews from the West. We did an episode on there. Shout we, out to Victor. Yeah, shout out to Victor. Me and Victor have been in talks about doing a sister, not sister, but like a a podcast attached to this one where we're going to talk about art house movies, just mind benders, weird, obscure, just those ones that I don't want to make Nick watch. <laughs> Welcome to the mafia, Victor. Right. So Love to have you, bro. We don't have a name for it. It's in the works, but it will be coming out soon. And Victor picked the first movie. So I went ahead and bought it so I could watch it. It's called altered States. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout for that. Me and Victor new episode or new segment. I like the cover. That's has a cool cover, right? I just watched it. It's a trippy-ass fucking movie. Dope. So, be on the lookout for that new segment with uh, War of Cinema. Hell yeah, man. Um, You were talking about this earlier. That's what I thought was funny. I picked this up for $12. Hell yeah. The uh, Inglorious Bastards 4K. It was $12, and I'm like, let me go ahead and upgrade that. Yeah, shout out to my boy Comic Concierge on TikTok. Uh, he made a great point about that movie the other day about how he hated it the first time, but mm-hmm. then he went back and watched it and he picked up on so much other stuff. It's because you have to watch it with the right eyes. Well, I was the exact same way. When I saw it the first time, I was like, that's the worst one he's ever done. 
and like now it's in my top three mm-hmm. for him. But you can have the uh, the my old school copy to put it in the stack. Of- I give it to the stack we can sign. Yeah, the stack. That is a cool. That is a cool cover, though. Right, I like that. It's that special edition DVD. Yeah, I don't know if I have this one. I might keep this one and give him the other one. Go for it. And then I have my last one that I was telling you about earlier in the podcast. Mm -hmm. So this got released on 4K and it's been in my to buy list. I saw it at Best Buy and I'm like, let me grab that. I've never seen this movie and you're going to be like blown away. I've never seen it. Oh my God, bro. The Untouchables. That is the dopest fucking slipcover ever, by the way. Yeah. I've never seen the Untouchables. It is a great, it's a great, great gangster movie. Um, I know you've mentioned it and I just haven't had the heart to tell you that I haven't seen it. <laughs> One of my favorite De Niro roles, you know, which we've talked about this when we did Capone with mm-hmm. Tom Hardy and just anytime Al Capone gets mentioned is you don't know what he sounded like. <laughs> Nobody knows what this fucking guy sounded like. Right. But De Niro brings De Niro to it and it's fucking gold. Yeah. So uh, Kevin Costner is also great in it and RIP to the great Sean Connery. He's awesome in it, too. So it finally got a 4K release, and I'm like, I got to get that because people quote it as like. I definitely want to do an episode on it at some point, but I don't want to do it this week. The okay. pick that I got for you, I told you it was going to be hard to shake me off for of this one. Oh, okay. We're doing the fifth element, bro. Oh, my God. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. I'm actually glad I didn't knock you off that pedestal because fucking I fucking want to do fifth element. I love that fucking movie. Because bro. if you didn't give it to me. I was going to give it to you. Fuck yeah. We're going to do fifth element. Cause I, I was fucking like, love fifth element. Yeah, man. And then after that, we'll probably do 12 monkeys. <laughs> I am down. <laughs> I, I like it when we do actors back to back. Man. Yeah. Some, uh, Bruce Willis director, actor, either one, you know, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, that's fucking cool, man. I like that. And we're definitely going to do that. Yeah. Fifth element. I thought of it this morning. It yeah. just hit me. I was just like, you know what? We're going back to the wheelhouse, baby. <laughs> fucking big, dumb action movies. It definitely, it. It's a big, dumb sci-fi action movie. It's really something. That's the only thing I can ever think of Bruce Willis has done. That if you look at it on paper, you'd be like, that movie had to bomb hard. Yeah. And it's one of my favorite fucking movies he's ever done. Same. Um, Luke Besson. Yeah. That and... Uh, how How awesome is that guy, bro? Not only does he do nothing but banger ass movies, but he also gets to fuck Mila Djokovic every day. Like, <laughs> fucking true hero of mine, guy. We didn't do Leon the Professional, did we? Not yet. Oh, it's going to be a hard tie. 12 Monkeys or Leon the Professional? What, from Luke Besson? Next pick for oh, me after oh. Fit Little. Oh, I love Leon too, man. I yeah. can talk about that shit too. I can leave that for one of your picks. Maybe. Yeah, it's definitely in the par wheelhouse. <laughs> Fucking yeah. Gary Oldman. I, that's bro. not what I'm saying. Luke Basson and Gary Oldman. Yes. They they fucking hit, dude. Mm-hmm. Every time. Hell yeah. I'm I believe he did excited. the family too, didn't he? Yep. And I knew it. That guy does nothing but bangers. Nah, bro. The family was a mess. That fucking movie's awesome, bro. No, it's not. I still really can't believe not. you didn't like that shit. I did not like that movie. A man's leg does not break like this from falling. <laughs> well, you know, he had a tool bag, so you know, maybe the weight. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a doctor. You can't convince me it's not a good movie. <laughs> Some of that shit was just fucking gold, man. <laughs> but I don't have anything else, do you? No, nah, man. I uh I feel like we I feel like we got it all out this week. <laughs> all right. Well the fifth element until then. Later, y'all. Later.